0: We would like to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Preborn. When a mother meets her baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, it's a divine connection. And the majority of the time, she'll choose life. But they can't do it without our help. Preborn needs us, the pro-life community, to come alongside them. One ultrasound is just $28. To donate, dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby or visit preborn.com.
1: The Bible. It's the Word of God, sharper than any two edged sword. This sacred book is living and active and contains all that's needed for life and godliness. Stay with American Family Radio for the next hour as we study God's Word and take your Bible questions. Welcome to Exploring the Word.
2: You know, Second Peter 1, 19 in the New Testament says, of God's word, we have a sure word of prophecy. Hi, Alex McFarland here along with Bert Harper. And again, we come to you live from Nashville, Tennessee, from the National Religious Broadcasters Convention. We've got a great conference going on this week. And we have a special uh, couple of guests from Lamb and Lion Ministries. And we're going to talk about prophecy uh, in every sense of the word prophecy but Bert before we bring our guests up this is exciting uh, yesterday we had Barry McGuire on and Jerry Jace and some good friends but have you been out today um, uh, hearing some of the seminars and meeting some of the people here at NRB well I have been here but I've
0: been in the studio most of the day uh, you know I do the other program exploring Mission, so I've gotten to interview people from India from Lebanon from Korea. And can I tell y'all something? God is working around the world. Amen. Sometimes we, have you ever heard of tunnel vision? And Americans, and I I love America, so everybody knows that, but we can get tunnel vision of what God is doing. We think God is just operating here and our churches are not doing so good. I want to tell you, what God is doing in some of these places is amazing. Multiplication, not just addition. They're living the acts life when it comes to multiplication of churches.
2: And, That's, amen. Uh,
0: that That is amazing to me, and I've been able to do that. Uh, today, Alex.
2: Yeah, well, amen, and I've been privileged to meet people from all around uh, the the world and all around the nation, and God's been really gracious to me this morning. I was interviewed by Eric Metaxas, and I was on a lot of shows. Here's the thing, and I want to bring our guests on. You're going to laugh, Bert, because um, the first one of these I, I came to was in 2004, 20 years ago, I was working for Focus on the Family. So a couple of hours ago, there was a, a group that has a, a podcast and a radio show, and they look like grown-ups to me. And they said, oh, Mr. McFarlane, we grew up reading your books. <laughs> uh, and it's after all these years, it's good to meet you. And I'm like, wow, uh, time marches on. But it's a blessing because the gospel is true, and people from all around the world are here, along with the American Family Association, the American Family Radio Network, and we have just uh, one heart that we love the Lord Jesus and we want the whole world to know. Well, Bert, also sharing that priority for the Great Commission is Lamb and Lion Ministries out of McKinney, Texas. Just a great ministry, been around for a long time. And before we went live on the air, we were talking about the word prophecy, that so much of God's word is predictive prophecy. But God's word is also, as Second Peter says, that Dependable, sure, infallible, inerrant, everlasting, on and on I could go. God's revealed word, and we'll explain that. But first of all, we want to introduce a couple of people. Tim and Nathan from Lamb and Lion, welcome to Exploring the Word. It really is an honor to have you on.
3: We are very glad to be here today. It's an honor to be with you all and to uh, share some time with your listeners.
0: Well, I'm so excited that you'd say y'all. And play, <laughs> so you're we're right at home. I'm at right home. At home? home. Well, I am at home. Yes, sir. Tim's a
1: Kentucky boy and oh. I'm a Tennessee boy. Oh so man, this is Tim, right in,
3: yeah. Tim Moore. Yes, sir. And I spent a little time in Mississippi. I was stationed at Columbus Air Force Base for a number of years. Oh and My man, wife that's... is a W girl. For those who, oh really? Uh, they're graduate. renaming the W. They I haven't know. come up
0: with a name yet, but well, they're renaming it because right? too many men
3: are going there.
0: Uh, I know that. So, yes, okay, <laughs> well, brother, welcome. And you was talking about Nathan. It's Nathan Jones. Nathan, thank you.
1: Yes, sir. Got a blessing to be on here. At a, you know, I grew up at the Opryland Hotel. My father sold books and Bibles for various companies. I remember being so short that I could look up at Johnny Erickson Tata painting with her mouth. And that's my first memory of being here at
2: the my Gaylord Opryland
1: Hotel. So I have wow. a long history here. What a memory. What Amen. a memory.
2: That, that's some, she's been on the program before. Oh, and she's wonderful. That—that That is really great. Well, have uh, how many times have you all been to NRW? An-
3: We've been as a ministry for many years. Dr. David Reagan founded Lamb and Lion Ministries in 1980. He used to be on the board of the NRB, the National Religious Broadcasters. Nathan and I have been for a number of years, Nathan more than I. uh, I came on board with Lamb and Lion back in 2014 and have been in this role, uh, following in Dr. Reagan's footsteps for the last three years. So I think Nathan has more exposure and experience, both from childhood and in this role <laughs> yeah, this at NRB. Is
1: probably my eighth NRB, but uh, I've been with the ministry for 16 years. I came on as the Internet evangelist and co-host with Dr. Reagan, and then when mm-hmm. Tim took Dr. Reagan's spot, I just kept on being co-host. And, and tell us about
3: your broadcast. Well, we have Christ in Prophecy television program for the last 22 years, which is a weekly broadcast, uh, 30 minutes, talking about Christ in Prophecy, just like our name suggests. But in just recent weeks, we have returned to radio, trying to be like you fellas and sharing the good news through the medium of radio. That's where this ministry started many years ago in 1980. Dr. Reagan had decided to move toward television. We realize there's still a tremendous audience that listens as much as they watch. And so the Word of God should go forth in every possible medium. And with the signs of the times multiplying around us right before our eyes, we are living in biblical times, and so we want to give people an awareness that those signs point to the Lord's soon return. You know, right. as
0: long as uh, cars are driven, radio will have a place. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I hear people saying it all the time, saying, I listen to you on my radio. I'm in, I try to arrange my schedule, so I'm in the car uh, during exploring the word time. So it's a great meeting. Welcome to this area. And, and then because of Internet and podcast. It expands Dr. Don Wilman, our founder, many years ago when he started the radio ministry, he saw some things happening that was trying to make it more difficult for us to get stations and so he made the transition to to internet very quickly so now, because of the internet we're we're heard in so many places around the, and world. Around the world yes, yes I Uh, I've heard folks listen to us in foreign countries, and we get communication from them every so often, don't we, Alex? We
2: really do, and um, ordinarily we take calls, and folks, we're not going to be able to take calls today, but we have got an incredible show. But, yeah, we actually had a call one time from somebody in England— listening online. And what a blessing, whether it's the American Family Radio Network and the wonderful content that you all produce. And I want, uh, before we go too much farther, I've got a question, but I want you to give your website, folks. This is Lamb and Lion Ministries, your website. Where
3: yes, you? sir. So Nathan Jones is our internet evangelist. Uh, Bert, following on your comments, we recognize long ago, Dr. Reagan, that the web was a tremendous avenue of evangelism, not just for for nefarious purposes, and so Nathan is our go-to guy there. And Nathan, tell them a little bit about our website. The
1: answer to the question, Alex, would be ChristinProphecy.org. That's the name of our television program, now in its 22nd season. But, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, our ministry's passion is for the soon return of Jesus Christ. We are excited about it, and we want to get other people excited about it. So go to our website, ChristinProphecy.org. We have a wealth of articles, videos, our television show. You can download our Lamplighter magazine for free, sign up for social media, or even download our Lion app.
0: I want to say this. you will talking about being emphasis Alex, I would say just about every program we have someone calling in about the signs of the time of Jesus' return. Yeah. I, I couldn't put a percentage on it, but I would say just about every day one of the four or five questions
2: we get at the end of the program has to do with prophecy. Exactly. So, so let's talk about this. Let's talk about prophecy. Uh, what is prophecy? Prophecy. Well,
3: prophecy is simply the declared Word of God. Many people think of it as His foretelling of future events, and certainly there is a large percentage of the Bible that deals with God foretelling. Now, some of the things He foretold in ancient times have already come to pass. So we point out that there are over 300 prophetic references to Jesus' first advent. Some of them are repetitive, but over a hundred individual prophecies that were fulfilled very literally and specifically in the life of jesus christ there are even more prophecies pointing to his second coming and if god was careful to fulfill every prophetic promise in his first coming we take absolute confidence in the fact that he will fulfill those second coming promises but in addition to foretelling prophetic word also deals with forthtelling. telling and so every pastor that gets up and preaches on a sunday And when you all share the word right here, you are forth-telling truth. So that is a prophetic voice. We don't consider ourselves prophets. We don't think that God has called people into that role today. But when we open the word and proclaim it and preach it, we are forth-telling what God has has told us and indeed some of the things that we still anticipate to come to pass soon and very soon. Can we say
0: it this way? We're
3: forth-telling the foretelling (laughs) yes we could
0: could. god has foretold that and we're to foretell what he has told
1: and that was the role of the prophets obviously they provided the future as the lord gave them visions and dreams but they called society to repentance and a right relationship with Jesus Christ. And so, well, you don't believe that there's modern prophets today that make new prophecies as the Bible is finished in its future prophetic utterances, but everybody as a Christian could be a fourth teller in that we're calling society, calling people to repent and return to Jesus Christ and get back in that right relationship with Him.
2: Let me ask you guys this. Uh, what things are going on in the world today that you all, as students of the Scripture, Uh, lead you to believe that we're in the end times.
3: My goodness, uh, Alex, we could go on and on. You don't have long enough in this program. But years ago, Dr. Reagan sort of categorized the signs of the times because they're multiplying all around us. Even the spiritually undiscerning realize that the world is amiss. So we categorize them into signs of nature. The Lord talked about how earthquakes and famines and pestilence would arise with greater frequency. We talk about the signs of society, and everyone recognizes that those are multiplying even here at home in America. We talk about signs of spiritual nature, so both positive and negative, very unfortunately, with a rise in heresy and apostasy, signs of world politics, Mm -hmm. an alignment of nations. Signs of technology, you think technology in the Bible, but yes, technology is exactly how we are achieving the Great Commission today at a rate that our forebears would not have imagined. I mean, y'all can reach more people at this moment probably listening to this broadcast than the Apostles reached in their entire ministering lives. That is a miracle of God in modern era. And then the greatest sign of all is the sign of Israel, how God has brought the nation of Israel back into existence. Jews streaming back to the land, and He is protecting them and preserving them because He has made a prophetic promise, not because they deserve it, but because He is true to His word. And that gives me great affirmation, because He is true to His word to the Jews and to all of His promises, I can trust that He is true to His word to me as a follower of Christ. Have you ever heard of willful, willful ignorance?
0: When yes, When you look at Israel and the story of the Jewish people and God letting them go throughout the world for those years. And then at the turn of the century, 1900, they started drifting in. World War I and the Russian uh, takeover. And, and on the, the musical, The Fiddler uh, on the Roof, it demonstrates that, you know, that whole mm-hmm. village was being cleaned out and sent elsewhere, and there were several. I'm going to Chicago, America, <laughs> I'm, you know, and one, I'm going to the homeland. Of yes. Israel. And it started multiplying, and then in 1948, miracle of, uh, sticking with, fiddler on the roof, miracle of all miracles. Yes, sir.
1: And that's why we look to Israel, and we call it the super sign, because the fact that God wow. brought a nation back from the dead after 1,900 a, years, and it's the nation of the Bible, it means something. There's scoffers today, and the Bible prophesied they'd come too, that scoffed that Israel would ever come back, but Isaiah 11 prophesied that Israel would come back a second time and in unbelief and the Lord would gather them from around the world and he would put them through a tribulation time period to have a remnant come and return to him so they'd be a priestly people during his kingdom and we are in that generation uh, the Lord said genia that era when the Lord would come back when Israel was a nation again
2: It it really is exciting. It really is. Uh, We've got a break. I hear the music coming up. Uh, Tim Moore and Nathan Jones from Lamb and Lion Ministries. Folks, you don't want to miss it. We're going to talk more about Bible prophecy, the signs of the times, and why possibly, I would say likely, we are in the time that we will see the return of Christ. Don't go away. Exploring the Word. We'll come back after this.
0: We want to welcome a new sponsor to American Family Radio, and I hope you give them your full support. That's Christian Healthcare Ministries, chministries.org. If you're like most of us, you're feeling the strain of rising healthcare costs. Well, good news. Christian Healthcare Ministries may be the answer you're looking for. CHM is an affordable, faith-based option to traditional healthcare care. That provides members the freedom to choose doctors without worrying about networks or waiting periods since they're not insurance. Can you say freedom? CHM is the longest-serving health cost-sharing ministry and has been around for over 40 years, helping Christians pay for and pray for one another's medical bills. They're tried and true and have members in all 50 states and around the world and have covered billions in medical bills. Members not only get advantages from the affordability, flexibility, and reliability of CHM, but they also receive access to 24-7 telehealth services at no additional cost. It's no surprise that doctors across the country appreciate working with CHM, and so will you. Make the switch today by visiting chministries.org AFR. That's chministries.org slash AFR. You can tell... That Brent Austin has had
2: time on his hands because we've got new buffer music, Alex. Well, he's just doing his job. Brent Austin is great and Jeff McIntosh. And uh, welcome back to Exploring the Word. We're having a good time, aren't we? We
0: are. I, well, most of the time, wherever I am, I have a good time. (laughs) Amen. And it's got to be pretty low for me not to be, you know, they say, are you up all the time? And I say, well... I'm saved, and uh, praise hey, I got to
2: say something about that. Uh, here we are at National Religious Broadcasters (NRB), and yesterday, as the day was winding down, Bert, I was walking through the lobby, and I saw these prayer groups. People here and there were gathered praying, and you know, the world the world's in a bad place in some ways, uh, but God's people are a happy people, Amen. and we're here. And you, I, I've been on. A lot of secular college campuses. And very often, some of the grumpiest, most sour, just angry people are the atheists, the liberals. And I remember I was at a college last fall, and I was talking to this person who was not a believer, and I said, Look, w- what are you angry about? You guys hold all the cards. You've got the White House, you've got Congress, uh, you've definitely got the news media. Um, we're the, the group that's been kicked under the bus, and we're just joyful people. And I, I want to talk to Tim Moore and Nathan Jones of Lamb and Line Ministries. Even though, as the Bible says, evil men wax worse and worse, and the birth pangs, and Satan is very busy because he knows his time is short, and yet those of us that know Christ— we, we are joyful, and we have every reason to be joyful. A- am I right, Tim? Oh,
3: you certainly are. I think uh, that's the exact word, joy, because sometimes happiness can be fleeting. But joy is what permeates our hearts because we're filled with the Holy Spirit, because we know Jesus Christ. And regardless of circumstances, that joy should be flowing through everything that we do. Uh, ideally everything we say uh Bert, i appreciate the fact that you said you are always uh, just just well, well most of the time most of the time <laughs> but that joy I, I
0: did raise three teenage boys so there were
3: times <laughs> that it did not come through <laughs> well, i understand that as well but we still have joy and that is something that that overrides all the world's troubles i will say this alex you mentioned how we you know don't have any of the levers of power oftentimes The world would refer to us the same way Ahab did when he saw Elijah coming around the corner. He said, oh, is it you, you troubler of Israel? We're troublers of America to the perception of the greater culture, and yet we are called by God to be salt and light. And so whether we're successful or not, as Ezekiel experienced, we have to be faithful, and yet we can be joyful even in being faithful to be troublers to our society but to proclaim the truth of the gospel
0: let me remember i think they crucified jesus is that right guys
3: yes sir okay and what did he do three days later Mm -hmm. yes we can't keep a good man down and he was the greatest of good men victory is
0: ours you remember the nation of israel i've given you the land before they even got there and that's, that's that, the
1: message of Bible prophecy for continuing it. that theme, is that it's about hope. We can get bogged down in tribulations and antichrists and plagues and all the horrible things. Well, the Bible makes us know, know that that's a short amount of time. The dream that Nebuchadnezzar had of a, the statue which represented the time of the Gentiles would be smashed by the stone not cut out by human hands. Jesus Christ Himself will return, destroy the evil of human government and set up His kingdom that will last forever. That's the message of joy. If you're a Christian, you're a citizen of that kingdom, and
2: that should give you great joy.
0: That's it, the stone that the builders rejected, isn't it? I mean, it you know. the it yeah, Yes, sir. That's yes, sir. It. yes, sir. Praise yeah. God.
2: You know, Nathan, you mentioned Nebuchadnezzar's dream. That statue really is pictorial of world history, isn't it? Yes, sir. It um, let's speak to that for a moment because, folks, uh, we've said about the Bible, God writes history in advance. And it is that sure word of prophecy, and I want to get back to why why I really do think that we are in the end times. But um, even hundreds of years before the birth of Christ, this image, the statue that Nebuchadnezzar saw, it, it was like the different empires of history, wasn't it? Correct. It sure
3: was. We've actually just recently on our Christ in Prophecy radio program addressed, I say that, our television program yes. will be on the radio uh-huh. program uh-huh. soon, addressing Daniel and his visions, both Nebuchadnezzar's vision of a a grand statue and Daniel's vision of a series of beasts and how that represented the Babylonian Empire, Medo-Persia, Greece, followed by Rome, and in the end times a revived Roman Empire represented by ten toes mixed with iron and clay that the stone uncut by human hands will smash. And yet, as Nathan said, we live in an era when all these signs are multiplying before us. We we believe they're like birth pangs. They're getting more intense and more frequent all the time. And yet, 2 Peter 3, verse 8 tells us, as Peter writes, Mm -hmm. do not let one fact escape you, brethren. And he goes on in verse 9 to say, the Lord is not slow about His promise. And the specific promise that He is referring to in that chapter, 2 Peter 3, is the promise of His return. And so even over the course of our lives, it might seem like things are happening slowly, but in the realm of eternity, which is what we are destined to enjoy with our Lord and Savior, this is going to be such a blink, and things are happening very quickly right before our eyes. I can't help but remember when you guys bring
0: up certain phrases, just certain scriptures or songs come to our mind. When we've been there 10,000 years, bright shining as the sun, I mean, you know, it's no less time, day, than when we first begun. I mean, listen, we're we're comparing eternity with time, and this is just as a vapor. And we forget that. If Here's the whole idea. Uh, my son that helps me on the other program, Exploring Missions, that I do, Nathan. <laughs> good name. Yeah, it's a good name. You know, their ministry is called Vapor Ministries. Why? because we're here just for a moment make the most of it now that's Amen. what we're supposed to do yes. and when we make the most of it down here i understand and i believe looking at scripture that when we get to glory in heaven i'm not saying i believe this is mine we'll have a greater capacity to appreciate what god has done that, I, yeah. I i believe that with all my heart the first time i ever heard that was dr bobby moore a mentor of mine and then joseph son who was a, a pastor in Romania that came to America. And he said, right now you're building your capacity to pr- appreciate heaven as much as it is. And I, I really believe that because it says to whom much, you know, is given, much is required. And it said also when we look at that, you know, he's if we've been faithful over a few things, yeah. going to make us master yes. of many. glory is going to, it's worth
1: it now, Right. Oh, Bert, I think that was a beautiful message because Isaiah 65 points to the fact that this era won't even be remembered. After You're right. When we're thousands, millions, billions of time even exists during that, what will this the suffering of this time be? It won't be remembered. The glory that awaits us is meant to give us hope.
2: Amen. Do you know what, um, guys? Let me cue up this question. Um, I read about a month ago that of secular American university campuses, Roughly 93, maybe 94% of professors don't—they're not religious. uh, Some are overt atheists. Most are just agnostic. But hang with me here. 93% of secular university professors don't believe in God. But that same group, almost three-fourths, believe we're, for some reason, in some way near the end of time. Mm. Now, I think about this— um, we in the church, everywhere I go, Christians say, I-, I don't know, I just sense in my spirit Christ is coming. Uh, Israel, the anti-Semitism, uh, we Christians, of course we Christians sense that Christ may be coming back. But here's my point. Don't you think it's significant? Even the unchurched somehow sense history might be at its termination point. The world, the instability, the loss of morality, the global enforcement of the, in many quarters, the LGBTQ trans worldview. Uh, the We're so wedded to tech and Internet, and yet the social media platforms with uh, a small bit of programming can censor viewpoints. Even the unchurched seem to feel, to a large degree, history is about run its course.
3: I think that's a beautiful insight because, yes, Christians sense it because the Holy Spirit is revealing to us, especially if we study God's Word, that we are approaching the end times. The signs are multiplying before us. And so the Lord said, pay attention to these signs. He, of course, uh, didn't have much uh, to say good about the Pharisees because they didn't even recognize the signs in that day and age. So the signs are multiplying but some of them are are clear even to the unbelieving world. Now, they ascribe different explanations, whether it's climate change or global warming or aliens from outer space. (laughs) We know the truth, and we know that God's Word told us these things would happen. Jesus said, in this world you will have trouble, but don't let your heart be troubled. And I'm always reminded that is an external sense of trouble around us but we are grounded in Him. So internally, my heart is not shaken or stirred. I am not troubled inside because I stand on that rock that was uncut by human hands. And frankly, from a prophetic perspective, I'll go back to Second Peter chapter 1, where Peter says, we have the prophetic word made more sure. This is the man who, who saw Jesus transfigured, who walked on the water, and yet he says that what we can witness, fulfilled prophetically, is an even greater witness than the things he himself was an eyewitness of. People don't recognize in our day and age that they have the great blessing of hindsight to understand certain prophetic utterances even better than the prophets themselves. Daniel didn't know what the name of the Messiah would be. You and I know how to worship him by name. We have hindsight, and what a blessing that is. Now,
0: here it is, and we're coming to a close. We're breaking a little early today, but... It- how, and I'm using a, a book, How Then Shall We then shall we Live? Francis Schaeffer. Yeah, yeah. How, how shall we live? I, truthfully, how should we live as believers in 2024?
1: Well, the message of Bible prophecy, if you believe not in your head but in your heart that Jesus Christ is coming back, it'll affect you in three ways. You'll be motivated for holy living, you'll be motivated for evangelism, and you'll have hope in these dark times. That's how we should live. And
0: I, I want to tell you what we try to do on Exploring the Word, and I know you guys will answer Hope is an important word. I, I read 1 Corinthians 13, faith, hope, and love. And we emphasize faith a lot, love a lot. But right in the middle of that is what? Hope. hope. And when that hope is gone, so those who are listening today, if, if you're feeling hopeless, we are here to share with you The prophecy that we've been talking about is filled with hope in Christ Jesus because he has overcome our greatest enemies,
2: sin and death. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Alex. Hallelujah. And we have, uh, the Bible calls it the blessed hope, the blessed hope. Guys, I want to, I know time fleets away, but I've got to ask you about the nation of Israel. Um, You know, I was talking to a TV producer who was Jewish and not a believer yet, and this person said, um, you as an evangelical Christian, you you care about the Jewish people? And I said, look, truly born-again Christians love the Jewish people. Uh, Psalm 122.6, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. But here's my question. October 7, 2023, Hamas attacked Israel. Um, I read Ezekiel 38, Psalm 83. Um, what... If any, and I do believe it, but I'm asking this so I think you can benefit for the listeners. Is this prophetic, that Israel is under attack, that there's anti-Semitism? 20 seconds.
3: We believe that it all plays into the end times culmination of events. Uh, When we get to specific wars outlined by Psalm 83, Ezekiel 38, this may not be that exact war, but it is leading to that great conflict, and it is part of the end times.
0: We'd like to thank our sponsors, including Preborn. Preborn has rescued over 200,000 babies from abortion, and every day their network clinics rescue 200 babies. Will you join Preborn in loving and supporting young moms in crisis? Save a life today. Go to preborn.com.
2: To the Lord on high, Alex McFarland here along with Bert Harper and the American Family Radio Network. We're coming to you live from the National Religious Broadcasters Convention here in Nashville, Tennessee. And we've got a friend with us now. And folks, I wish you could see where we are. We're kind of really up high, overlooking this incredible conference. But Jerry Johnson of PatriotMobile.com, he is with us right now. And Bert, uh Jerry, you've been on with us before, I think, haven't you? Well, welcome back to Exploring the Word, and uh, uh, you're having a productive week here at NRB, I trust?
4: I am, and I've always admired AFR, AFA, everything you are, all that you've been, and uh, actually I think I was mentioned in the stand at the last
2: issue. Praise God. (laughs) Well, that's good. My
4: sister called me up and said, hey, brother. You were mentioned in the stand. I think it was because we gave the president's award.
0: Yeah, it was to
4: Don Wildman.
0: Yeah. Amen. It was years
4: ago, and there was a memorial article there. Yeah, like our a founder Don Wildman. What a champion! It was. Yeah, oh yeah.
0: Jerry, you were president NRB for how many years? Brother? Um,
4: five going on six. Five. Yeah. Okay. Twenty thirteen to twenty nineteen.
0: Well, brother, I, I appreciate you and what Thank you've you. done, and you know, here's what's good, and I want to make it, and we'll get. I'll let Alex ask. I know he's. He's always loaded with questions. Mm. I'm, I'm loaded with comments, and he's loaded, so we make a good tandem there. But anyway, uh, I, I wanted to say this, that during that period of time, the NRB, the transition from what, even in five years to what religious liberty was, and even in radio yes. and everything, uh, kind of had to negotiate new territory.
4: We did. You remember— Uh, the social media censorship was just really beginning at that time you had Franklin Graham and some others that were shut down the Manhattan Declaration had come earlier but we began tracking it during that period and I think uh, the Internet Freedom Project was very good Greg partial had done uh, the John Milton Project that was good but of course since then you know the president of the United States was shut down on social media so I think NRB was ahead of the curve, you know, and uh, ringing the bell and blowing the whistle, and they're really still on that issue today. So I mm-hmm. really appreciate NRB and their work to keep our First Amendment freedoms um, there for all of us.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, and NRB is a very important organization. Uh, I've been coming here for a long time with American Family Association, but uh, we I joined personally, NRB myself, in addition to AFA, because it is such a, an important organization among the many things it does. And, and you, I want to just say how much I admire you, because during your presidency, you stayed on top of where the culture was, mm-hmm. advocating for the right that we can broadcast the gospel. But let me cue let me up a question, and, and you would talk about this and talk about Patriot Mobile, if you would. I think about the huge change in the 20th century, When the 20th century began, we were plowing with mules. And when the 20th century ended, we had explored outer space, split the atom, and we're talking on cell phones. But you think about the 21st century, just 24 years ago, the 21st century began, and here we are now, just two decades later. We don't know what a male or a female is. We believe I would not say—I'm going to correct you. Okay. Some did yeah, not. Well, yeah, know. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be. Inv-
0: I don't want to be included in. Go ahead. People
2: Alex. <laughs> won't go on record saying that a male is not a female. People won't go on record saying that there should be legal protection for the unborn. People won't go on record saying that America was founded on Judeo-Christian moral truth. I think the times are speeding up. I think mm-hmm. that the hour is late, and Jerry, don't you believe that more than ever, born-again Christians need to be informed, influence others, vote righteously and godly, uh, be careful about the media that they're allowing into their home? Mm-hmm. And I, I really do believe that you've really been at the forefront of discerning the times, mm. and uh, I commend you.
4: Well, thank you. You know. Picking up on what you said, I think it was Henry Adams, the grandson of John Adams, the son of John Quincy Adams, who said um, in 1900 that he had more in common with Moses than he would have in 100 years, uh, the, the 21st century. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, he was really prophetic about that in terms of um, technology, machinery, the information revolution, which really was larger than the Industrial Revolution. And some people say even greater than the Gutenberg Revolution, we'll see. Mm-hmm. But uh, no one was thinking at the time about the moral revolution, <laughs> you know, that, yeah. uh, that came along with that and the challenges. I mean, the information age is um, it's very dark uh, when you go online. Uh, social media, television, cable, major films. There's a, there's a dark quality to it, um, but there's an opportunity for light. There's an opportunity for the truth, as never before, and so, you know, Jesus said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free, and that's why, you know, being on the air is so important. Radio absolutely essential it's the word and of course uh video as well um uh, mm-hmm. online as well uh, social media as well but uh, we've got to counter uh the darkness and the death with salt and light that's the antidote salt and light so we've got to be there
2: um well, if you would, uh, Jerry, tell us about Patriot Mobile. Because well, that's the, actually, you got in what your
4: hand. If if the audience, you know, you said, oh, if you could see what I'm looking at right now out the window. Well, I'm looking at what's in your hand, which is something that everybody has, which is a cell phone. And it's actually become the number one thing. I mean, people aren't wearing ties hardly anymore. Hey, Amen. Um, <laughs> I actually like and, ties. Uh, and na- this generation is doesn't care so much about driving anymore people are not young people now are not wanting to drive that's true and uh, but the one thing that everybody has at least one of is a cell phone and many people have two or three and they're doing their banking they're doing uh, all sorts of messaging um, their hobbies looking at the stars, figuring out what the stars are at night. I mean, it's an amazing device. And but it's,
2: it's always frustrated me that every month I'm spending money to fund the businesses go. that despise my values. That's the
4: issue. So we know now that banks and credit card companies and social media companies are throttling conservative content, Christian content, and they're wanting to cut down on servicing uh, you know, our organizations. But the cell phone is actually... Uh, the gateway to it all. And that's why Patriot Mobile is here. We're America's only Christian conservative cell phone wireless provider. There are others that are neutral, but we're not neutral. We're actually, we gave out about $2 million last year to First Amendment, Second Amendment, and particularly sanctity of human life causes. So we, you know, the other companies are giving to the dark side. Uh, we are giving to the light. We think we need to stand up. So our founder, Glenn Story, is very clear now to say God is number one in this business. It's written on his marker board <laughs> in his office. Somebody new comes in, it's the first thing he says. You've got to know God is the center of this business. And, so, uh, and that's that really
0: sets us apart. When I hear that and I, I see that, Patriot uh, Mobile. Mobile is available to... Everyone. That's right. It's so not you, restricted. That's right. So you go to patriotmobile.com.
4: And I'll be very clear the value proposition is not that you're going to save a lot. You probably will save a little, maybe the same. It might be a dollar or two more a month. The value proposition is we're going to give excellent service. It's all American customer help. So if you call up for help on your line, you get an American in America with an American that's me voice. And that's key, though. We've all had bad customer service because somebody can't understand the nuance of the conversation. If it's two or three levels of complication, they just don't get it. We think our customers You mean you have better. real people talking we to do. real people? It's real people. And they'll spend 30, 45 minutes with you talking through all the questions you have. We can make the change online now. If you've got a newer phone, it's all done online. We don't need to mail you a SIM card in most cases. Wow. It will just be done online. All of a sudden, you'll be on Patriot. And the other thing to know, you may use uh, AT&T or Verizon or T-Mobile. Number one question I get is, is it good? Is the signal as good? It's, it's, it's better. And here's why it's better. We can do any of those three towers. That is, uh, we're buying from aggregators, the same ones they buy from. So if you like AT&T towers for your signal, we can switch over that. If you like Verizon, it is the not like it. It is the exact same tower coverage, wow. so you, there's no compromise of the signal. That's new for us.
2: Can people keep their cell phone number? They
4: keep the number. They mo- most cases keep their phone, although we sell phones online. If you well, want, that's to
0: s- very important to to older adults because right. we don't need another number that's to that's remember.
2: Right. Jerry, this is huge, and and this is you you do cell phones, you do wireless internet.
4: That's right. In fact, we've got a a great device right now that you can take anywhere in the country and have a a strong Wi-Fi signal, you know, for truckers or people who want to camp or fish or they go out and they need a Wi-Fi signal
0: at their cabin, we've got that as well. So when you're here at NRB, a a place where you were, you know, overseeing, i use that word, uh, five years, and you're now here as – Someone who is displaying, exhibiting. I'm an exhibitor. uh, Okay. (laughs) Well, I want to ask you. Okay. I'm having, you know, if Burp's around, you're going to have a little fun. Uh, Do you like all the restrictions you had put in five years (laughs) (laughs) earlier? Well, let me just say this. Troy Miller
4: is doing a great job with this convention. Amen. And uh, I see, you know, they've dialed it up from where we had it in several categories. So I have total confidence in the leadership and the board. Troy's a good man and there are new expressions of NRB uh, constantly. Uh, that's all good. And uh, what I'm reminded of though, going from that position to this position, uh, is this is still the place to make one-on-one connections, yeah. um, to meet friends of a lifetime and actually business you know, connections. So something about Patriot that we're picking up on this week is, and for you guys and for your pastors out there that are listening, we have something called Patriot Mobile Faith. So if you have a ministry, or you have a business or a connection, uh, we actually have a way that if you sign up your people, you share in the profits. It's just, uh, I'll just keep it that simple. But if you contact us, uh, but we have people on the air that are doing this now. We have businesses that are doing this now. We have ministries that are doing this with us now. So if they're sharing with their people, hey, you don't have to um, sacrifice your values to get something of value, you know, of important value. Your cell phone coverage, you can actually hold on to your values and have something of great value, a, a good working cell phone. And actually, if you make that decision with us, we benefit too. So we're finding lots of churches and ministries that want to partner with us, switch over their phones, or actually encourage their people to switch over their phones. So it's, it's been wonderful.
2: Well, this is an idea whose time has come.
4: Well, it has, and you were talking about the cutting-edge things at NRB that maybe I was involved in, and we've NRB's always been doing that, starting with radio, then going to TV, movies, now digital media. But when you come to think of it, the phone is the most revolutionary device. If you want to talk about what's the cutting-edge today... The phone has absolutely taken over our world, our life. If you go to the movie, you were talking about movies earlier. Most people now just get their movie ticket on their phone, and right. most people when they go to the airport, they don't get a printed ticket anymore. They use their phone. They get their boarding yes. pass. Everything you can think about in life, you can almost do everything on the phone. Your fitness devices, your all of this. Diet programs are on the phone. Uh, so why would we give that to the dark side and the devil's crowd? You know, why wouldn't we say, let's put our money where our mouth is and let's also make sure we can't be
0: cut off or cut down, mm-hmm. uh, silenced. Well, yeah. the whole idea of what you're talking about is, is ministry. Let, let's get it back it down to it is a business, but with a ministry mindset is what I'm hearing. Well, today. and think I, about
4: Gutenberg. I mean, when printing came along and that was the revolution, it was Bibles yeah yeah and when you talk about n r b in the thirties and the forties let's say uh it was radio that was dominating. Charles E. fuller had more people on his Amen. listening to him than any Amos and Andy or secular the old production time revival hour. so uh Christians have always been at the cutting edge of the technology, and we uh, to our shame we've we 've lost that grip in some of the new technologies, but at Patriot Mobile, we believe that Christians should lead the way and we should have something for our people that's the Judeo Christian DNA that you were talking about earlier. Absolutely. We're very clear on what a man and a woman is. It's not like I have a PhD in ethics. Actually I do have (laughs) PhD in ethics. But 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 always say begin at the beginning. The first chapter of Genesis says God made the male and female. Amen. That's it. Jesus When people ask Jesus a Bible question, he usually went, he said, from the beginning, the two shall become one flesh. Paul's argument in Romans chapter two, or one, excuse me, is not Leviticus. It's not the abomination passage. He could have cited the law, but no, Paul's entire argument in Romans one is a Genesis one argument. He says, you do same-sex activity. That's a rejection of the creator, And the created order of male female sexuality that's paul's argument it's against nature it's against creation it's not about the law it could be it is but primarily paul says what makes this so unusual and actually it's a rejection of the creator and the created order so patriot mobile is very clear but we are for the first amendment freedom of speech freedom of the press Freedom of religion, freedom of assemblies, freedom of redress. Some people, you know, coming after the former president and others saying you can't, you can't protest or you can't object. That's part of the First Amendment. You do have a right Petitions to challenge, to petition, redress. Well, yeah. So we're for that. We're for the Second Amendment, the right to keep and bear arms. And then, of course, the sanctity of human life is huge for us, and we uh,
0: we give a lot to groups like Susan B. Anthony and others that we believe in totally. Okay, yep. Well, I want to say this: the 21st century. If you want it, and this is my thoughts, and I I would love both of you to identify with this because I use that word. It's an issue of identity Hmm. in creation, right? Identity in creation, and also in redemption
2: Hmm. as a
0: believer. Who am I? We're talking about wokeness. We're talking about that. It is the identity in Satan has come to kill, steal, and destroy. So what does he want to do with the human? Steal their identity. Yeah, a lot of people yeah,
4: yeah. feel something's missing, something's yes. wrong in my. Life. Their answer is, "Well, you're actually another gender." No, mm-hmm. it's actually you, you need Christ.
0: That's yes. where they're and going so to we find are in the creation solution to and the, redemption. Yeah, man, the, God's God's provided both, Amen. And, and man has rejected both, and it's never been as I would say clearly stated as it has in our day that we are anti-God in His creation and redemption. Yeah, they language, certainly, but I think um,
4: there. you know, everyone's come out of the closet now, not just one group. And it's it's time for God's people to come out of the closet, you know, to change this country. And um, the phone, actually, it's a way to do it. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I'm not sure if they really cut Bonhoeffer off in mid-speech on the air. I think maybe they did. But the point is, they did take all the Christians out of the public square and off the air Uh, And and that side knows they have to control the conversation.
2: Yeah. Thomas Jefferson said, truth can stand on its own. Error needs the support of government. Well,
4: that's great, Alex. That's the point. And the way they could shut us down is if we didn't have access to our phones. And we've already seen that with social media, with Twitter, X, Facebook, the censorship. But if if we don't have a free phone, um, playing field, yeah. uh, we, we've really lost the game.
2: So so Jerry, let me ask you: when when I get Patriot Mobile for my phone and my wireless, will apps work? Everything is it's the same. Like everything the, like the, that. The maps and the GPS apps,
4: maps, and yeah. um, all of that is the same. So it's it's you know if you switch, let's just say from Verizon to T-Mobile today, everything would work pretty much the same. We're using the same towers, the same bandwidths, all of oh, that. So all of that's the same. Uh, but I keep my
2: number, use my phone, and I'm spending money with uh, patriotic Americans right. that will not censor our viewpoint. Hey, what's not to like? i agree PatriotMobile.com.
4: that's <laughs> that, where you go uh, to figure uh, this out this
0: was not a paid advertisement it was a public service announcement exactly uh, and well, it is i say that truthfully. thank you for believing in us yeah, brother. And we you. believe in you hey, afa you, afr thank you for what you've done in the past but i also want to thank you for what you're doing now amen well god bless you thank you
2: well folks uh tell somebody about jesus and be excited christ is coming until then, we stand for the gospel. This has been a great week. At it's been a great week, and we say thank
0: you. And all the people that are involved in sharing the good news of Jesus Christ,
2: may their tribe increase. Uh, you know, tonight there's a young man going to speak that I hear is running for president.
0: Uh, <laughs> On later, right? Yeah, uh, later. Okay. Yeah.
2: But uh, this is Exploring the Word. On behalf of Jeff and Brent and all the crew, we thank you for listening. And uh, we are going to be uh, tomorrow pre-recorded.
3: The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association
0: or American Family Radio. I want to thank our sponsors, Preborn and Christian Healthcare Ministries. Preborn Network clinics have rescued over 200,000 babies from abortion, and every day they save 200 babies' lives. But they can't do it without our help. Will you head over to preborn.com slash AFR and sponsor an ultrasound? Christian Healthcare Ministries is the longest serving healthcare cost sharing ministry, helping Christians pay for and pray for one another's medical bills. Make the switch today and start saving. Visit chministries.org slash AFR. That's chministries.org slash AFR.